Welcome to Hey We Should Connect, an intimate space for no holds barred conversations about growing your network and thriving professionally. I'm your host, Fumi Johnson, and I'm so excited to connect with you. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hey We Should Connect. Um, it's been a few weeks since my last episode. I had a, my previous episode with, was with one of my guests and we talked about um, sort of post-COVID normal as people start to return back to work and if everything will shift back to the way things were in terms of people prioritizing mental health and just the whole dynamic um, as far as the ways that our behaviors changed during you know, 2020 the height of COVID and now having to return back into the office and fast paced. And I know that as I'm talking, a lot of people are already back in their offices and, you know, for people, it's been a few months now, so it's not really um, something to um, say too much about. But anyway, thank you to everyone that reached out to me. I have people who have been like, when are you dropping your next episode? But yes, it is July, and I am back on here with a new episode. I don't have a guest with me this evening, but I do want to talk about something interesting. So today I am going to be talking about discomfort. A lot of uh, what I talk about on my shows is about chasing opportunity. I talk a lot about networking. You're making connections that you never know how that can pan out into new opportunities, whether it's a new role or business opportunities. But I want to take a step back and talk about discomfort. It's something we don't really like to talk about a lot because if you're uncomfortable in your job, instead of whining about it, instead of sitting still, you just look for the next role. And hopefully, you know, the way things are right now, you know, finding a new opportunity is a little easier. Well, it depends on the sector, I should say. I know that there were a lot of jobs that were lost due to the pandemic, but for some industries, there's this massive growth. I can only speak about finance. I know there are some finance uh, roles where companies can't, they can't hire quick enough certain roles. In my experience, anything that has to do with sort of like compliance, regulatory, all of that stuff, it tends to, they're constantly hiring. Requirements for financial services are constantly expanding. So sometimes it's easier to just pivot to, especially if you have specialized skill sets, right? There are some skill sets within finance. I, again, I speak a lot about finance because that's my area. But if you have certain skill sets, it's easy for you to kind of, jump to the next role, right? Whether it's because you're just not excited anymore or whether it's because the job, the learning curve, as they like to say, has flattened. And that's, it's actually funny I talk about learning curve because I know that that's one thing that pops up in interviews. So when you have interviews, especially if you're interviewing for a new role when you've only been in your current role for, say, two years or less, the question always comes up, why are you looking to move? And one of the popular answers people always give is, oh, the learning curve, trying to get challenged, new opportunities. 
But I find it interesting because when you're interviewing for a new role, I, I think it's a little bit funny to be talking about wanting a new challenge because for the hiring manager, and I've experienced this as well, where I've had to interview people and they talk about, oh, I'm leaving my job. I've only been there for like a year because I am I wasn't being challenged. I'm looking for a new opportunity. I'm like, well, that that's good, but um, <laughs> what happens when you start this new role? What happens a year down the line? What happens with that? But yes, so that long intro was to say that today I want to talk about discomfort. I want to talk about balancing between looking for the next opportunity, balancing between seeking new opportunities, seeking growth challenges, and knowing when to sit still. It's a delicate balance. One thing that I would say that I noticed when I look at people that I sort of model or admire their corporate climb, and I say a lot of people because this is just me, a few people that I've looked at, I tend to see that a lot of them have very stable career paths. And I'm not saying that that's for everybody, but I think that a lot of times you see that people that are growing, they've had opportunities to, they've had times during their career where they weren't necessarily jumping from role to role. And don't get me wrong, as somebody that has quite a number of companies on her resume, I am not knocking off constantly seeking new opportunities. I do believe, I think what people say is what, two to three years is a good time to kind of do something new, seek something new. But what I'm talking about is just how do you balance knowing when it's time to move and when it's discomfort because you're just chasing the next high. One of those highs, I would say, is financial. And I've seen situations where people say you get, you skip your, you don't get compensated adequately during one compensation season. Your bonus is not, let's just call it, call it what it is. Your bonus is not quite what it is. Or you don't get that raise that you're expecting or even that promotion. Um, again, I'm a big fan of making sure you know your worth and you're adequately compensated for your worth. But say for one promotion cycle or one bonus cycle, you don't quite get the numbers that you are looking for. The thing, the very next thing to for a lot of us is to say, okay, well, I'm, I'm out of here. And I've been through this as well. I've had friends that joke that one of the times that I'm always looking for jobs is around February, February, March, because I've seen my comp numbers and I'm like, this is trash. I'm looking for a job. And, you know, it's, it's funny. But what I'm saying is essentially that's one of the reasons why people move, right? People move because they're not being adequately compensated in, a, in their current current role and i've seen situations where people make a jump because you have another role another opportunity that's offering you what 20 to 30 percent bump and you make that leap and down the line you realize wait maybe this was not well thought out 
I'll use myself as an example. So I had an opportunity once where I felt like my comp was not quite what I expected it to be. I felt, well, that was not the driving factor, actually. It wasn't numbers. It was more qualitative, right? Certain things that I expected that I wasn't getting. And obviously, when I got a new role and it had the right numbers, it just made the deal much sweeter. And I took the opportunity and uh, literally months down the line, I'm realizing, oh, 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 you know, because a lot of times recruiters, companies, when they're trying to attract talent, they dangle a lot of stuff in your face and you're, you know, it's so exciting and the opportunity and they promise heaven and night and then you start a couple months in and, you know, things don't quite pan out and you wonder to yourself, would I have been better off staying where I was? And that brings up another interesting question. I actually had this happen recently where and the person, essentially his current employer counter-offered, accepted it. So that's also interesting, right? Like, what are people, what are your thoughts on accepting a counteroffer? I've always felt like it's a little interesting because if I am looking for a new role, chances are it's, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm really looking to leave. So a counteroffer for me just, it just eases my discomfort for a little bit. I'm still going to leave. So for me, I don't, I don't really feel like, a counter offer and I've had juicy counter offers I've had really juicy counter offers I actually had a previous employer who told me if you don't take this counter offer I promise you you'll be back in a few months begging for this for this opportunity and I'm like okay that's not gonna happen but I'm saying all of this to say that sometimes the we when we feel this discomfort in the in wherever we are and you can apply this to whatever the immediate need is to want to fix it you are tired of your job or maybe your role is not what you expect it to be you are no longer challenged and it happens it happens to everybody i feel like after that one year two year mark if your role is not really changing expanding you sort of get that i could do this in my sleep type of feeling and you want something different and the urge is for people to just make a leap make a change and move and i wonder what it would feel like if we were to actually sit in our discomfort I think that society teaches us that every single thing that we feel, we have to fix. You feel discomfort, fix it. You feel this, fix it. I wonder what it would feel like if we were to take the time to actually feel our feels. For example, you're in a current role and you just, you're just at that point where you're not feeling it, right? You can't quite put a finger to it, but you're not excited anymore. You are just not, you're not feeling it. Essentially, you become jaded and, you know, you used to show up at 8 o'clock, now you're showing up at 10 o'clock, all of that stuff. And the natural tendency is to just hop on LinkedIn or Indeed or any one of those platforms to look for the next opportunity 
heck, if I'm looking for the next opportunity, I want a, a row bump, I want a significant compensation bump, and there fixes it. And you start this new role and, you know, it's exciting. You're learning new things. You're meeting new people. And within a few months, you're back where you were. I wonder if it would be, if things would, in terms of longer term career growth, I wonder if we encourage more people to actually sit in their discomfort and figure out what exactly is it that we want to do. As I mentioned earlier, I have found that some of the executives, the C-suite executive that I've looked at, and you can see this, you can see that their career path, the trajectory, it shows certain amounts of stability. You see it a lot of times where you see people walk their way up the ladder in same companies. And again, I'm not encouraging people to stay in. I'm not saying you shouldn't make the career moves. I'm not saying don't make the leap and things like that. I'm just saying that a lot of times you see that people who people who make it up to the C-suite, you see some sort of stability. They've been, for example, before he, a person is C, CEO of a company, a lot of times the people that are assigned to those roles have been with the company for a certain number of time, um, definitely two, more than two to three years. You see that a lot of the people that have been, I would say like the CEOs, they've been in the company for a while. A lot of the people that are promoted and placed in CEO level roles, you will see they've been in that company for a while. They probably started a director level and titles change per company, but you get what I'm saying. They were CIO for a while. Maybe they were CEO of a sub-segment of the business for a while before they finally got promoted to CEO. You see situations where there are people. So for a lot of companies, there's always that succession plan, right? So a lot of the times when there's a current CEO, a lot of other people are being groomed for that position, at least from what I understand for a lot of companies, it's definitely um, a risk not to have a succession plan. It's definitely a big risk. But a lot of the people that are being groomed for this position are not people that just came into the company. You see that a lot. And I know that times are different. I know that this is not the times of really literally climb the ladder from the mail room and all of that stuff. I'm not encouraging that. What I'm saying is that a lot of the times when we face this discomfort, what, what, in whatever it is that we're doing, the, the tendency is just to want to make a change right away. And I think that it would be beneficial if we were more strategic in terms of our long-term career in terms of sometimes you have to stay where you are, you have to make sacrifices, you have to sit still because you have a, a much, because your long-term strategy, your long-term plan is, is more dependent on you being stable. A lot of times you might have to stay in positions where you are because you need to learn more. Because while it feels like you're uncomfortable, there's still so much to tap into. 
there's still so much to lean into. I want to borrow this phrase that one of my college professors used to always say. And he used to always say, don't leave here without filling up your grocery basket. And I like to apply that as well in whatever role, whatever opportunity that I am. I think that sometimes when things don't go my way, my natural reaction, my emotional reaction is to want to say, I don't have to deal with this. I could just go somewhere else. But the times where I have sat in that discomfort, and I'm not encouraging staying in a toxic environment, but what I'm saying is the times where I have leaned in, where I have pushed a little bit, either because I wasn't finding the opportunities right away or because I wanted to see what more I could get from this. Some of those opportunities have actually been the most enriching. Some of those roles are where I've actually grown the most. Like I've had one or two roles where once I started, it definitely wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what I bargained for. And my tendency was to just be like, this isn't what I wanted. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> jump the boat. It's one of my phrases, just jump ship. But I didn't. And they turned out to be really great learning experiences. I'm going to say this again. I am not encouraging people to stay in toxic situations. I'm not, ex I'm not saying people shouldn't know your worth absolutely know your worth and make sure that you are being compensated ad adequately. Not just everything is in money. Everything is in money. You know, one of the episodes I, one of my previous ep episodes, I was talking to my guest and that was one thing she established. Like, you know, at this stage in her career, it's not just about money. I think that my message, my short message for today's podcast is as you plan your career, as you, as you talk to people, as you expand, it's okay. We have to learn to sort of sit in that place of discomfort, to be able to understand that discomfort, to be able to understand what's bringing about that discomfort. I think that it will be a very useful tool. It will be a very useful skill. Before you make a leap, know why you're making a leap. Understand your discomfort before you try to make a change that might seem like one step forward and actually end up being two steps back. And I always tie everything to networking. I think it's really great to talk to people. This is one of the areas where I feel like networking is good because having that community of people that you can talk to, that you can bounce ideas off, having people that you can talk through whatever it is, that you're dealing with in your current role. And it doesn't always have to be negative, right? It doesn't always have to be negative. It could just be the company's changing, things are changing, or it could also be maybe the role itself has changed. So it's not that you're, you're, dis you're uncomfortable. It's just that the role itself has changed. And I've seen situations like that as well, where people's roles just changed. It just a company got bought, you got moved or things like that. And you're like, this is not what I was hired to do. I can't do this. I'm just going to change. And 
to round out today's episode, I just want to encourage people to embrace discomfort. I think that discomfort is a very, very, it's a very useful tool and it's something that we should pay attention to. I think that discomfort, a lot of times, we are afraid of being uncomfortable. And it can work both ways. So it could be discomfort of wanting to make a change. Like, I'd rather stay where I am because I don't want to learn something new and be uncomfortable. Or it could be discomfort of I don't want to deal with whatever it is that is triggering this feelings and this frustration and i'll rather just make a change like just throw <laughs> don't throw the baby out with the bad water right i don't know if that's necessarily relevant but what i'm saying is a lot of times it could be an issue with a manager it could be an issue with a co-worker and our first instinct is to just i'm just gonna change it and you know you can miss out on some really amazing opportunities just by not be wanting to lean into your current discomfort and i think i've said this probably like 20 times now but i'm not encouraging you to stay in a place longer than you should be i feel like everyone has their internal clock internal clock for when you know that time's up i've outgrown my time in this place whether it's a business could be a business that you're struggling with and just being able to know to be to be self-aware and for a lot of businesses the idea of running a business an in-person business businesses that are traditionally in-person like a spa during the lockdown would have been unthinkable and the natural tendency would have been to say hey it's just not working i'm just gonna shut it down but what covid showed us is that we have this ability to be able to pivot we have this ability to not run away from our discomfort from you know when things change to be able to lean into that and it's amazing how a lot of businesses were able to lean into this and i know I mean, it's obviously a luxury. Um, there are a lot of businesses that did fail because of COVID. Uh, a lot of businesses that are still struggling. A lot of businesses that wouldn't actually have survived if it wasn't for the stimulus. But my point with this is that discomfort happens, whether it's in your career or as a business owner, discomfort happens. And a lot of times... We want to just fix it right away and if we can't fix it we we make a change whether it's shutting down a business because things look different or just changing employers because things are different but i wonder how things will pan out if we are a little bit more careful and strategic about leaning into whatever discomfort or whatever season that we're facing Again, for business, I know it's not always easy, especially bills have to be paid. So if a small business or if you're an entrepreneur and you're losing money, you don't necessarily have the luxury of leaning into your discomfort for too long. But I think that we have this amazing ability to be able to pivot. We have this amazing ability to be able to make 
great things out of good things and to be able to learn out of our current situation if we're able to understand our discomfort if we're not going to be so quick to fix whatever it is that it is causing anxiety or whatever it is that's just creating this unease so that's my episode for today to this episode don't forget to subscribe like and comment hey we should connect find me on instagram at upswing women